0: It's time to peel back the false beliefs and remember who you are, light and love. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Again, that's heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 337. Today's interview is all about the key to the infinite power, and I want to let you know on a little secret. It's within you. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on Angel Rebo. Angel, welcome.
1: Hi, thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Heather. And thank you, everybody who's listening to us today.
0: Yes, please give the listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do?
1: Absolutely. Thank you. So I'm originally from Spain, but I live north of Dallas in a place called Plano in Texas, United States of America. And basically, what I do, I do two things. Number one, uh, I, I, both corporate CEOs and accomplished entrepreneurs, they hired me to bridge the gap globally for expansion and exposure as a way to accelerate uh, the growth of their businesses. And I can do that because in the last 23 years I have worked internationally in more than 33 countries and helping more than 1500 CEOs. That's why my brand, as you know, is the CEO Confident. But one of the main reasons why five years ago I left corporate America is because I, I, my life purpose is, is actually to help underprivileged kids in Latin America. And I created this nonprofit called Wisdom for Kids. And we we help underprivileged kids in Latin America become entrepreneurs using their local resources. So that's in a nutshell my my life, like connecting with C-levels and, and entrepreneurs to help them with their businesses and at the same time helping entrepreneurs or helping underprivileged kids in Latin America.
0: So I'm curious, since you have such a business background, uh something I've shared before and, and talk about often is the 80/20 rule that any success in life is based 80% psychology or mindset 20% mechanics or strategy can you touch on that
1: yeah so I would say that it's funny how in left corporate America uh, I, I really didn't didn't know how to like promote myself right I didn't know did I really do anything that I could base my new business on? Up on? Uh, on, 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 so that I could, I could really have a a, a a very clear value proposition for the market. And I started to count. Basically, I started to count what I have, what have I done in my life. So, and I started to reflect on everything I had done in my 20 plus years in corporate America to say, okay, so ho- what can I say to the world that is true and and really makes me feel comfortable and I am passionate about. And I started counting what I had done. And this is how I came up with the numbers I mentioned before. The reason why I'm saying this is because um, I was taking so much action. I was really using my energy all the time, all the time on trying to help and trying to build the business for these companies I was working for, that I, I, I think that really my mindset, my, my passion, my enthusiasm was the forefront of my strategy. Many times I had to go and I had to start helping you know, groups of entrepreneurs to become our business partners. I had to help literally hundreds of salespeople that had no idea how to sell and I had to be become their leader. And they didn't know, they didn't know me of anything. Yeah. And the main reason why I was kind of successful with them is because all the time I would be in front of them and I would be using my passion and my energy and convince them that they had to do the same thing and that their attitude would be much more important than any other lesson or book or knowledge that they could embrace. So again, I believe, I strongly believe that we are beings of energy. And energy defines everything that we do in our lives. Totally, totally. To the point and to the risk that sometimes we like what we do so much that we spend so many hours, right? (laughs) (laughs) That we don't realize how much we are spending. I remember that at some point, uh, I've been married uh, for 17 years, uh, soon to be 18. And I remember that I used to spend two weeks in a row traveling in Latin America or sometimes even in Europe. Two weeks in a row. And remember, my wife told me one time, Angel, you were so much gone that I thought (laughs) that there was someone else. And I thought that you were going to literally you one of these days, you were going to go back from one of your trips. And you would tell me, Angel, that's over. (laughs) You know, this is over. But it's funny how although I was thriving, I was having using my passion, I was teaching so many people, I was working on so many deals, I was still had my mind still at home. And I was remorseful because I was never at home enough with my family, right? So again, to everybody listening to us, I I definitely think that eighty percent of everything that you do and accomplish in your life is related to your attitude and to what you really decide you're going to do. It's not. It doesn't mean I am. You know, I'm. uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not anxious sometimes. It doesn't mean I'm not fearful sometimes. It just means that when I feel that way, I immediately realize I am at that at, at that rabbit hole. Yeah. And then I take action. I take action to change my state. You know, I, I, yeah. But how do ahead.
0: you, I, I guess I would call that. How do you course correct? Cause something I say often is, you know, if you're on forward momentum, you're on the train, you're going, but you get derailed yeah. by a thought and experience and interaction. How do you course correct, catch yourself and get back on like that takes training
1: that takes that that takes experience but i think that that takes the creation of a habit let me tell you a few things that i do personally to be daily on a on a on on a on on a good on a good path okay because obviously we are human beings and we always have are being distracted we were talking about distraction before before we started the call today but number one i start the day regardless of how i wake up and sometimes it's hard for me to sleep. And sometimes I wake up and saying, oh, I don't really want to wake up today, blah, blah, blah. I wake up and every single morning, I have a group of people that keep me accountable every single morning. And we conduct something called an intention experiment. Every single day, we do that for 30, 30 minutes to an hour, we do an intention experiment. So we talk and we decide, you know, once a week we decide what we're going to be intending for. And every single morning, 8 Central, US, every single morning, we intend for something, okay? So that's the first thing. So every single morning, my mind starts the day meditating. That's the first thing. Second, I have a series of affirmations, right? And I believe in affirmations a lot. So actually I have here, one of the sheets I have with me all the time. It happens to be here on my table. Uh, now It says I have one in my side table next to my bed and I have one in my car. And you know, when I feel down, I start reading those affirmations, which are extremely powerful, and they change my state. Literally, they change my state. Something else that I do—I don't know if you heard it before—but there's a bell. There's an, actually an app. There's an app that the only thing that it does—it rings a bell every every 15 minutes through the entire day. Every time that I hear this bell, every time I hear this bell, I change my attention and my focus because I have already—I my, my this bell is already related to a thought, a thought that I I am infinitely powerful. I can do this. I'm going to generate a lot of success and and, uh, richness during the day and riches during the day, right? So
0: pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, I want to offer you some additional resources. Check out my website, heatherhakes.com and take the free life assessment. This is a great tool to take inventory in life where you're feeling in alignment and abundant and where you're simply feeling stuck, stressed out, or as someone recently emailed me, completely ruining their life. I've also created a self-study course all about mindset and manifesting. Again, check out my website, heatherhakes.com, and click on course. Finally, if you are ready to deep dive and really transform your life, I offer one-on-one coaching. I will teach you what has taken me years and tens of thousands of dollars to learn in which you can start implementing right now. To learn more and schedule your free strategy call, visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching. Now back to regular programming.
1: If you have something, if you have a cue that allows you to break the distraction mode in which we are taken every single day and you go back to a place that you, you have that you have developed in order to change your estate. And if you do that consistently, you build that. Eventually it will be built. The thing is, how do you start? I remember that when I started doing my affirmations, I would forget to carry the paper with me. Obviously for a week, two weeks, I never had it with me until I started to have it with me all the time. I don't know if you've ever attended a Tony Robbins event. He talks about changing the estate a lot, right? And he does it in a different way. He actually makes his... Or puts his body to move. Yeah. I love dancing. I don't know about you, Heather, but I love dancing. Yeah. Something I do from time to time. I put my earbuds, and I have a playlist of music that changes my state, and I literally start dancing here in my office. Yeah, true story. I just love to do that. So these are different ways because again, it's a matter of changing your state and going back to a place. Yes, I can do that. Let's keep doing. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing it.
0: But ultimately, and and actually similar to you, I have a playlist on my phone called dance party. So I do it too. But what you're saying is it's that it's about being intentional. So, you know, knowing where your emotions are and your thoughts and your focus, and then you have these constant reminders to, to keep you on track because how easy is it to go down the rabbit hole and to get distracted? And let's talk about that. We're yes. full of distractions. We're constantly inundated with our phone and social and the news and other people's needs. And so how do we, you know, stay in our zone of genius and limit these distractions?
1: Yes, we, it's a learn. It's a learning process. We have to learn to do that because unfortunately, when we reach some point, you know, we all have, you know, we all went through formal education, right? K-12. And then we went to college and then, you know, uh we we went to work for someone else for many years right to to gain some experience in some field blah 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 you know so again we were in this perfect world we were where we all were you know made right but at the same time we were being taught certain things and we were continuously being distracted besides that we carry a cell phone all the time with us probably it's a, a smartphone so the distractions are multiplied 10 times 20 times you know so, I mean, this is the reality. How do we get out of that? So the number one thing, become aware. Be aware that you're being distracted. Be aware that you're being distracted. Besides those bells that I told you before, something that I do all the time, I like to, actually, there's this method that you probably heard about it when I'm working. And I have, uh, I put, I put a, a, an automatic timer on my, on, my, on my computer, which is the Pomodoro. You probably have heard about the Pomodoro, the 25 minute slots, that you are fully focused for 25 minutes and you do nothing else but uh you know being for 25 minutes working and then you take five minutes a break and then you continue with for 25 minutes again it's about building a system it's about building a system that keeps you completely focused again being focused is a learning is you learn how to be focused because we have been taught how to be distracted all day long all day long i, w- I would like to refer to I would i would like to um, suggest to everybody listening to us today, Heather, that they go and watch a movie called The Social Dilemma, if you haven't watched it already, The Social Dilemma. Yeah. And you will understand why all the C-levels, former C-levels of these social media companies, they don't allow their kids to have cell phones. You will understand why that's the case, because they don't want to create an, a habit of being more and more and more distracted. So, uh, you know, it's, it's all about being aware that you're being distracted. That's a step number one. And second, what do you do what do you put in place what systems do you put in place Heather so that you are able to be aware of them and then do something and and the, and then be focused on what you when you really want to entertain or do or get done that day
0: for sure and awareness is key but so I want to ask you this because I think what we're touching on is you know again it's that focus and being intentional but if you've been so conditioned to be distracted to to live in what I call a boring s box, this comfort zone of, you know, like we're kind of puppeteers. How do you wake up from that? How do you wake up and go, whoa, there's another way?
1: Number one, being open for, for I mean, be, being open to opportunities. How much time do you do you use a day, per day, or per week, like to try to learn something new, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, how many people do you do really actively, proactively look for some other ways of doing what they are doing or, or for doing and learning new skills? How many? Every single week. I think that more than ever, that's necessary. Okay, that's one. The second thing is, okay, so we're talking about our bodies, our health, our mind, our spirit. What are we talking about here? Are we, are we, are we having some sort of balance here? What are we doing? What, I mean, are we, are we sitting down and reflecting on what are we doing on all those different roles of our life? And trying to learn something new we cannot expect things to change if we don't change if we don't take action if we don't start learning something new right and it's only yes
0: sorry to cut you off one thing i want to punch on there is uh i've gotten away from it is so standard and and pushed mainstream action you got to take action you got to struggle you got to you got to um map it out and have strategy and i i want to ask you For me, I've experienced a difference in in taking action and trying to get motivated versus that inspired action and being guided for the next step. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. So which one are you doing?
1: But I think that there's there's a space for both. I think that we have times during the day in which you have to be wandering around and, and really looking for the inspiration. And I do that. And other 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 you know instances during the day or during the week in which you are taking action and, and, and building up on that energy. Again, going back to the main idea of energy, right? So when you are co-creating, when you are constructing, I think that you really have to put an effort and you have to take action and you have to use as much energy as you can in that direction. But at the same time, the only the downside of doing that is that maybe you don't listen enough. I'm going to your point, inspire action. I think that you have to be listening. My perfect, excuse me, my my favorite business mantra is taking perfect action now. Take imperfect action now. Because I think that people are fearful of taking action because of the consequences, okay? But listening to what you are telling me, I couldn't agree more that taking action, taking imperfect action, that's the bell. Taking imperfect action, it only is useful to you as far as you listen. As far as you listen, because as you are taking action and you're taking one route, you are going to start seeing what happens around you. What are your clients telling you? What are your suppliers, your vendors, your friends, your relatives? What are they telling you about what you are doing? And that, again, that applies to many different roles in your life. Right. But it's when you're when you're hearing what happens in your journey is when you are able to then say, oh, my God, maybe that's another idea. Maybe that's a good idea right? And then you course correct and you go to, you know, into another direction. But I think that life is a balance and it's a mixture of both things, of places where you find your inspiration. And I think that you, uh, if I, you know, I think that a long time ago, we stopped listening to our heart.
0: Mm.
1: We stopped listening to our heart. These, these little boys, you know, People say, no, no, we have this chatter and 60,000 know, thoughts a day and blah, blah, blah. And this is killing us. Listen, something which is 100% sure is that the only reason why we are conscious of these 60,000 thoughts is because we are not our thoughts. OK, so just, just I'm going to repeat this. If we were our thoughts, we wouldn't be aware of our thoughts. OK, so we are something else that from outside. OK, so from outside, we are listening to our thoughts. That's who we really are. Okay. So it means that we are much more than our physical body that we are, you know, you are listening to, or you are watching right now on this conversation we are having with Heather. We are much more. So this voice that sometimes tells us, hey, angel, maybe you should do this, or Heather, you should do that. Or, hey, have you realized that? You know what I typically have my my most amazing inspiration? I have it in the shower in the morning, literally. I'm having it when when I have this music aloud. You know, driving my convertible like at the stop at the at the the speed limit. This is when you know I'm having really like my most incredible inspirational experiences and thoughts and say, "Oh my God, I should do that! I should do that!" So I think that again, there's a relationship between our energy, our state, and what we're able to create at any given time. So we have to be open. We have to be listened, and we have to listen mainly to our heart because i think that from our heart which typically we which which we typically don't listen to is where most of the answers are to what we to our inspiration and to to taking our action eventually
0: and that's a powerful message because we have been so conditioned to seek externally for answers for fulfillment for happiness and the truth is everything we seek is within but how do you how do you reprogram to stop seeking and to connect within? Like you do this morning meditation with this group, but I, I think it it's about being intentional I, and choosing.
1: Yes, something easy that has always helped me a lot too, and something that everybody can do, is is going back to gratitude. Gratitude. Mm-hmm. I think gratitude is one of those magic words yeah. that we all relate to. We, always, we will always have memories. We will always have people that we are grateful or things that we are grateful for and that we can really go to and immediately start changing and, you know, going to, uh, and, and, and realizing who we really are. I, I use a headband. I, I, I have to say that when I started meditating many years ago, I started using a headband that tells you when you are in a better state, when you go to alpha yeah. uh, and you um, So for the people that are not familiar with this, basically going to deeper states of meditation, right? Right. Um, It's funny how I learned how to meditate. And when I was going to a place of gratitude and love, Mm -hmm. my headband and the app of the headband started to show me that I was going in the right path. So I believe that as much as we are energy, we are also antennas. And we are continuously tuning into something in the universe Call it God, call it the infinite, you know, potential, uh, the unified field. Call it as you wish, but there's something out there that we can really tune into, that we've we've have not been taught, we have not learned how to tune into that place, but exists. Yeah. And I think that that place, that place of gratitude, and starting from gratitude, can take us there much easier and 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 easily, easily. I really think so.
0: I love that. And I couldn't agree more, but it's about creating that space to connect to that higher power. A message you shared with me that I'd like you to touch on or, you know, explain, you said that we are infinitely powerful. What does that mean? Because so many people are living thinking, you know, they're not enough. They're not capable. I can't whatever, but why or how are we infinitely powerful?
1: Yeah. Well, We're infinitely powerful because, I mean, we were created, I mean, look around, okay? So just look around, (laughs) just, I mean, regardless of where you are, I'm sure that you've been in nature at some point, look at the amazing things, beautiful things that you can see and we have access to, okay? I believe that we are, the. we come from the exact same place where those things were created from, the exact same place. Every single day, I'm helping both executives and entrepreneurs. Right now, we cannot do that, but I used to go to Latin America to, to teach you know, underprivileged kids all the time. So I'm, I'm continuously in touch with people that either have done amazing things in the world or kids that are starting their, their lives and they have done nothing and they live in poverty. You know, So I have been able to see and to realize that we all have an innate ability to create happiness, and to create value for the other people around us. I have always seen that, and you are, for instance, you are a a podcast host, right? So I, I truly believe that you have an incredible power to ask questions because probably with one of these questions that you ask some of your guests, the life of that person that was listening to your podcast episode said, wow, and that life was changed forever, that's the power of a conversation. That's the power of having this, you know, making these statements and statements and interacting between you and me. So I continuously see how people have been able to change the people of the, the rest of the people around them all the time, just by being who they are. That's why I believe that we are infinitely powerful. We have the ability to change not only ourselves, but everything around us. I truly believe it. And there have been scientific experiments done and they have been people they have been scientists measuring measuring literally measuring the energy created on uh, i mean there's many different sci- neuroscientists that actually they do meditation all the time and they gather thousands of people and they meditate together and the amount of energy that is being created and the miracles that happen in those places are beyond human so that's this is documented i'm not making anything up that's why i think yeah. that the problem is though, people are in fear. Why? Because they we are being taught to fit in. We never, there's not, there's when we leave, you know, high school, when we leave high school, how many of us we do we really know how to collaborate with the rest of the world? Do we really know how to create wealth all together as opposed to compete against each other? Are we collaborating more or are we competing more? I, I remember last year when I was helping here in the Dallas area with some webinars uh, for entrepreneurs about pivoting in times of crisis. I always talk that if we were able to develop one skill only, only in business, which is collaboration, proper collaboration, most of our problems will immediately vanish, disappear. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's what it is, but we have been taught of, we have been learning throughout our lives, compete, 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 compete. You know, even even sending emails, it's, it's, it's an email blast. We're blasting people with it. I mean, it's all this verbiage. If you realize, I mean, the words have so much power. We have developed all these statements and verbiage and, and phrasing and wording that it's like all so violent. In reality, innately, we are not violent. Right. We are not violent. We, we really want to live in peace and we want to, you know, thrive. And we want all of our neighbors to see to to thrive along with us right so we that's why i always say we are infinitely powerful and all of us can make a difference in this world and we can make a difference in everybody else's lives because i see that every day
0: well and i love that so that message is that collaboration is more powerful than competition and you're right especially in this whole energy field we are all connected so why would we want to compete with ourselves let's work together to yeah i love that yeah so question for you from your background and, and different things we've talked yes. about today. What is like an overarching theme or a key takeaway you want listeners to get?
1: Yes, thank you. I mean, obviously we've talked about, I mean, you've you've asked very, very good questions. I think we've tapped on onto very uh, important takeaways, but if I had to only you know t- share one with the audience is that regardless of where you are, regardless of what your emotions and your feelings are today, regardless of how fearful you might be for, taking action, doing something, not doing it, you know, um, life is too short, really. Life is too short to keep on postponing things that you know inside of you, you already have this voice, you have heard this voice saying, hey, I think that if I did that, that I would have so much fun. And, And I think that I could even make people's lives happy, happier. So I, that's why I always, always, always share this motto, this, this mantra of mine of taking, taking imperfect, imperfect action. Now, you know, I think that when we become comfortable with showing up ourselves and then showing up in the world as imperfect beings, I think that we start changing who we really are and we start becoming, we start becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that that has, that can definitely change our lives forever that would be definitely the piece of advice I would like to leave the audience with Heather.
0: Amen I love that.
1: <laughs> Thank you
0: uh, So I have a few rapid fire questions to ask you to wrap up the interview Of course. first one being what is a quote or motto that you live by?
1: Uh, everything seems impossible seemed impossible until, until it was done and it's, I think it's by Nelson Mandela.
0: Yes I know And I even love in that you know the words, Impossible. It's I'm possible. Exactly. Right. I love. Exactly. That. Totally. <laughs> what is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend?
1: Well, I'm 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 reading a book called uh, The Baker's Dozen. It's about the twelve principles of business operators and C-level executives. It's a it's a very simple, very very easy to read book that everybody that has a business or is an entrepreneur should be should be reading. The, bak- the Bakers, Dozen of Highly Effective Business Operators. Really a great, great book. By Neville Joffe is the author. by Neville Joffe. J-O-F-F-E.
0: All right. Final question. What advice would you give your younger self?
1: Take more risks. Mm. Take more risks. Definitely. Don't play it safe. Take more risks. But Be why? more adventurous.
0: <laughs> why? Because you're always backed? Like it'll always... Why?
1: Because when I look back, I think sometimes I think, I wish I had done this before. Mm. I wish I had taken also that that was offered to me at that point that I preferred to play safe and I didn't take it. I wish I had, I would, I, I, would, I wish I had experienced more things and I would have said yes to many more things in my life. Mm.
0: Okay. Great note to end on. Angel, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you. It's, it's been a pleasure to be here, Heather. And again, thank you everybody who's been listening to us.
0: Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.